Hi, welcome to the Drive by Brian podcast. Let me your ears and listen to me and my guests as we drive around uncovering their personal stories. The saying goes, everyone and everything around is your teacher. So join me on this ride and let's see where it leads us. I don't really know how this works. No, there's no mic checks. We just get going. Crack on with so, it. So, Roz, hey. welcome to Drive by Brian. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, thanks for actually coming on the show. Um, so, I was actually quite struggling yeah. getting a name to your episode. <laughs> right. And I was going to call it The World Is Yours. Why okay. Would you, why would you think I'll call it that? I don't, I don't know. Probably because I keep banging on about burning it to the ground and starting again. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's pretty extreme. I'm yeah, actually going to do a weird. I want to touch base on New Year's Eve resolution. Okay, it's a bit yeah. cringy, but I okay. thought I might as well just ask you since we're like in mid January. Yeah. Um, do you have a New Year's resolution? Um, no, sorry. Um, just to hedge you off at the past. No. Arrested. <laughs> no, I don't really set New Year's resolutions because I was speaking to my friend about this the other day, actually. Like, kind of just. I guess from school years, I think of September as more of like a new period than January. All right. And That's generally, like, you know, with like giving up, not, I don't really smoke fags that much anymore anyway, but yeah. giving up fags and stuff, like, I'm still smoking on the 1st of January, so do you know what I mean? You've already like dashed it before you start. Yeah. I find, so yeah, I so. don't know, I just stopped making them. There's a couple of things I want to get done this year, like, I've just bought myself decks, so I'm going to oh, teach wow. myself going back to how school. to mix. Yeah, not like vinyls, obviously, because yeah. it's a lot of hassle, it's 2020. But yeah, I've just got like some little Fisher-Price little controller that I'm going to teach right, myself how to hobby, mix you know? on. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. So, yeah, there's some things I want to tick off this year, but not resolutions as such. No, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't really have one. Like I said, well, one of them was to kind of start this podcast, yeah. which started in December anyway, so I can't really call it a new Well, you resolution. can continue it. That's a resolution. Yeah, tick. I, I suppose, yeah. Um, Smashing you touched it already. things like going back to school. Yes. Um, you're quite well spoken, so I want to know <laughs> what, what school did you go to? Um, well, I went to Wickham High for a while. Um, right. I actually got expelled. And then I was out of school for four or five months. Wow. Um, when I was in year 10. And then I went back to Gillett's in Henley, nowhere in um, Buckinghamshire, Berkshire, or right. uh, would take me because they already had enough problem children. So wow. yeah, I had to go to school in Oxfordshire. Then I went to Henley College. And then I went to um, University of Essex in Colchester. Right, so where's the accent from then? What, you you I were d- raised I don't know. in High Wycombe? Yeah, well, I, I grew up in Bourne End actually. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've lived around here my whole life. Like, I moved down to Brighton and stuff for a year. Like, I've moved out, but I've always come back. Right. But I don't really know where my accent comes from. And I do get people ask me that a lot. I mean, my my mum's from Hereford and my dad's from Liverpool. So, oh, okay. but my mum my mum is quite posh. She is. Oh, right. I'm Sheila. So, so, so you I think it's come from her. But, like, when I go up there, like, because my granny used to live there before she died. Like, she stayed there the whole time. Yeah. And, um... They don't sound like my mum up there, so I don't know. It's not a bad thing, I'm just no. saying, I've noticed it, and I, I, I assume that you come from a well-off family. Nah, not really. To... Like, do you know what I mean? We're not, like, scraping to make ends meet or anything, <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't I don't think you'd, you'd term us as wealthy, no. No. Um, you, so, let's say after you finished your school, yeah. went to Henley College, like you I said. I did, yeah. And then, I take it you went to university, what degree did you go into? Uh, I did law. Okay. Yes, so I have a 2-1 law degree. 
uh, which some people find quite strange, which I don't really know what to make of. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't want to do law. To qualify after you've done the degree, there's a whole bunch of other stuff you need to do. Like, um, I think, I'm not sure what the, you, you have to do now, but it's, you have to do a BVC to be a barrister. Right. And um, you don't get any like funding for that because it's not, it's not like a university sort of degree, it's extra. So you'd have to borrow the money. You could only do it in London or Nottingham at the time. So I think I figured the year would probably cost me 20, 25 grand, something like right. that, once you factor in the course and the materials and um, actually getting to where the course was. Yeah. I just didn't want it bad enough. Um, so yeah, I continued my part-time job into a full-time job and was a waitress instead for quite some time. Wow, <laughs> I mean, what is the, well, I know you for, I don't know, the work that you're doing with the environment or what yeah. you're passionate about the environment. Yeah. Could we dive into that a little bit of more? Of course. Since your episode is called... <laughs> <laughs> the world is yours. Yeah. Well, I hope it will be one day, Brian. Let we me all tell want you. It, don't we? <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know, I've always been quite interested in it, but I, I suppose, especially in the last maybe five, seven years, that's become a lot more of a focus for me, mostly because I think the whole issue is a lot more visible. Right. And... Is that a personal thing that's <coughs> coming from? Is it a personal drive to... Well, yes and no. I mean, I, I, think, I think the more you know about the kind of sustainability issues the more that you want to do something about them i don't think many people could learn about what's actually going on and be like yeah cool just leave it so i suppose my interest is deepened as as the knowledge around the subject has um but i've always been very interested in it because like i mean a lot of it comes down to fairness for me and i I don't know I, i get really upset when things are unfair it just i don't know it just bugs me i mean you 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 traveled yeah um well, you kind of rented out your property. You I did, traveled, yeah. And yeah. I take it you got quite cultured with that, and I'm wondering if that could have been an approach um, towards what, what you saw in the environment. That when I was when I was away, so I went to South America, as you know, Central and South America for nearly seven months. Yeah. And it was when I was away that I decided to start doing the course that I'm doing now. So okay. I'm currently doing a master's in sustainability and behaviour change. Okay. Um, so I'm in year two. Um, and I mean, for our listeners, could you yeah. dumb it down for us a bit? Uh-huh. <laughs> what that means? Well, I mean, I suppose the whole point of the course is that it's really quite wide, so it's quite hard to specify exactly what it is. Like, so the, I'm doing it at a school called um, the Centre for Alternative Technology, which is based in Wales. Right. The master's course I'm doing is actually underwritten by Liverpool John Moores University, um, and the behaviour change. I mean, obviously, sustainability can be applied to pretty much anything, but the yeah. behaviour change aspect is, um, A, because I think it's a little bit more self-explanatory, like, what, what the focus is on. You know, I'm not trying to... I'm, I, I, don't think, I don't think I'm trying to raise awareness necessarily of sustainability. It's not my ultimate goal. I think people know about it already. Yeah. But there's a lot of behaviour that people could change that would, you know, render some pretty impressive results, I think, if you did it on a large enough scale. Yeah. And that's not happening... So I think I think we kind of need to move past banging on about the numbers, which a lot of people can't really relate to anyway, and start sort of delving into why people aren't engaging with, you know, the various schemes that are around for, for instance, recycling. I mean, sustainability is about a lot more than recycling, obviously, but okay. you know, there's a lot a lot of people could do, um, and and they aren't necessarily, and I'd I'd like to know why that is. So yeah, I I switched my course 
behaviour change masters because I thought it'd be good. And we've spoken about behavioural economics, behavioural sciences as well, which there's a lot, lot of information about that at the moment. It's quite a new discipline from what I can gather, but okay. it's really interesting. Is that, um, well, the word behaviour? So yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, well, I've, I think I've crossed paths with you when you were going to do some volunteering. Yeah. Um, is that anything to do with that path at all, as in the way you've behaved in terms of environment and where you carry yourself um, doing your volunteering? Well, yes and no. Like, I mean, I suppose the, 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 the reasons that I think sustainability are so important is because is because of the way that I because of, I don't know like my general underlying principles I suppose which which yeah. then ties again into how I carry myself and and the kind of activities that I do and like there's a lot of talk about justice in the environmental movement whichever you know whether you're looking at like indigenous people or yeah. or, or even even like homeless people around the UK like all of this stuff sort of ties in really like to this just and fair society and economy which 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 is me like why why the interest peaked in the first place so I suppose there is a there is a link between it all, yeah. but I, I don't think the the volunteering work I've done necessarily is is because I'm concerned about sustainability. It's more more about justice and the injustices that I see and and, and just trying to do something about them. Yeah. Because otherwise, I think you just you get into this kind of mindset where you feel powerless, and I think you know that's when people give up and just sort of roll over. And I I don't want to do that. No, that's that's pretty important. I mean. Uh, people our generation I suppose there's not many people that you can find that actually do care about the environment and sustainability mm. I mean everything's moving pretty fast and we're yeah. kind of more focused on different things and we're not really looking at what we're doing to this world as such no um, no and I think that's one of the big problems actually that there's too many degrees of separation between what you're doing and the impact that it actually has right have you ever um, ever seen a TV show called The Good Place. No, no, no. What's that about? Uh, so it's it's basically about this uh, girl who dies, and she's meant to go to heaven. Well, she's in heaven, but actually she was meant to go to hell because she's been like a pretty shitty person throughout her life. And and actually, you know, she's trying to earn her place in heaven. And it, it's actually a really it's meant to be like fun. You know, it's not really a serious thing, but it's actually quite an interesting like delve into philosophy and ethics and. And and a lot of it is that this scoring system that's been um, generated to figure out who goes to heaven and hell. All oh, right. It all of it um, sort of encompasses your actions. So you know you buy a bit of fair trade chocolate, which is yeah. like plus ten points when you could have bought you know Nestle chocolate. Yeah. Um, but actually, the impossible. the impact of farming the cocoa and the slave labour and the child labour and the plastic packaging and all of that kind of stuff yeah. gives you like minus one hundred and fifty points. Okay. So it transpires during the, sorry, spoiler alert, transpires um, during the programme yeah. that actually nobody's got into heaven for like a thousand years because the way we live our lives is so detrimental to the environment that actually none of us are good. Yeah, I mean, as a whole as well, isn't it? It's yeah. Individually, I suppose you could do your bit, but we need to come all together, suppose, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, to make a huge impact. Um, I'm actually going to go a bit left and say okay. about I'm fine with left <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go to things like you do you know as a as hobbies or such yes uh, I know you like raving I do um, massive drum bass fan <laughs> uh, Friday <laughs> Friday wow <laughs> yeah 
was going to say, kicked uh, off 2020 like I mean to go on. Yeah, I went to see uh, see the Lensman at Fonox in Brixton. So, Lensman is one of my absolute favourite DJs. Yeah. He's just had a residency at like not necessarily my favourite club, but a decent club. It used to be called Plan B in Brixton, and um, so we opened the res- uh, residency on Friday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was sick night actually. Absolutely lovely. What's the crowd like? Because um, I haven't been raving in years. Uh, you know, uh, well, I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> on the uh, on the upper end of the age range. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, it's all right, man. Like generally, like drum and bass, especially this kind of drum and bass, is like pretty chill. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not really like rude boys, rude boys wall to wall or anything like that. It's not all jump up as people assume. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. It's mixed crowd, but yeah, generally everyone's pretty sound to be fair. So Ravens, everyone's just Ravens prancing around. Then, yeah. yeah, man, I love it. Live for it. Not live for it. Actually, it's excessive. But if I don't go for six weeks, two months, I do get quite like itchy. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a release for me. No, I suppose like you're saying, you just bought your your decks and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You can proper get into it. Yeah, exactly. Even without having to, to like, <laughs> fork out some money to go for a rave or anything. Or yeah, I could stop passing condemnation on everyone else's mixes and start trying to do it for myself. Exactly, why we'll not? We'll see how this works out. Um, I was going to say, the one thing that really resonates with me is uh, Stoicism. Yeah. Which, is, what happened was, you was listening to Stoicism podcast. Yeah. And I interrupted you and rudely interrupted you and said, <laughs> what are you listening to? Some people just have no manners. <laughs> and could you, in a couple of words, kind of tell our listeners what Stoicism is? Because I thought it was a pretty powerful yeah. way of living, to be honest. Um, yeah. I wouldn't call myself a full Stoic, no. I say, but um, yeah, could you explain what that is? Um, so Stoicism is a branch of philosophy that was started off by Marcus Aurelius, I believe. Don't okay. check the pronunciation there because I'm not sure. But anyway, so it was may- maybe made popular by him at least, but it's a values-based way of living. So the whole point of it really is that you get pleasure from living a good and fulfilling life. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you could, for instance, get pleasure from going raving. And, and, you know, ultimately that's a good thing, but it doesn't mean that you've lived a good life because, you know, it's a different kind of value system. It's yeah. not so hedonistic. It's more about living true to principle, you know, having integrity, um, like good judgment, like being a fair individual. Like if you, if you embody those values and principles, then then uh, yeah you know you live a good life which obviously is well maybe not obviously actually but like that's what i'm shooting for i don't know about everybody else but no that's a pretty you know a good goal to, to yeah. aim for i mean from that's i mean when i caught you listening to it mm. um where <laughs> like, does, where what do, are you doing <laughs> yeah where does that come from i mean what is it something personal of yourself that you're you're searching for um, that the um fact that you're listening to stoicism i'm sure there's other elements that you're looking into um well i i start i started studying philosophy at college actually um so i did it for a level and it blew my mind like completely i remember walking out of lessons and like looking at my hands and being like how do i even know this is real and and, i mean that sounds like a stupid question but when you start to pick it apart and delve into it it's not actually not at all obvious that your hands are real Hmm. And you you can't can't actually like empirically prove it either, which which is quite a mind bending concept. So it's always been something I've been interested in. And I had a pretty rough year last year, man. Like things weren't. I mean, without going into it too too far, yeah. I was kind of trying to find a way to like reason my way out of it and yeah. be like, you know, I need to 
switch up my perspective there, there a little bit. There must be a higher sort of yeah, reasoning yeah. for why things happen and... Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And, 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 you know, a lot of the, the stoicism is about personal responsibility and stuff as well. So, you know, you can't really control what happens to you, but you can control your Perception. reaction to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm fully signed up to that kind of way of thinking. Yeah. Um, anyway, and yeah, I just sort of, I, I kept coming across it that there's a lot of um, parallels between stoicism and mindfulness. Okay. Um, and, that, you know, I've read a lot about meditation and the really positive effects it can have on your brain and, you know, general happiness. Like there's loads of stuff about, you know, gratitude actually changing your brain anatomy and things like that. So I just started looking into it and it just, it made a lot of sense. So I've I mean, kept looking the, into it. The power of social media now. I mean, mm. everybody is kind of open to all these different sort of concepts of yeah. what happiness is and the reason why things happen. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not too sure what mindfulness is, but I've heard this, the concept. I mean, what, um, is it Russell Brand? Yeah. I see a lot of his YouTube videos, and he's one person. I don't know, man. I wrote him off once he told everyone not to vote. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, like whatever. You, Have you, you seen him recently? You carry on you know? doing what you're doing, but I'm not really interested. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's such an articulate man, and he had such he had such a platform, and he yeah. just flopped it. And it just pissed me off so much, I didn't really engage with him again. Also, like, you know, I, I like a big word as well, but like, yeah. calm down, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like... It's not an English literature test. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do know. understand. I mean, I've only caught him at this end of the spectrum yeah. where he's kind of gone off the drugs and he's doing meditation. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So I've only seen the positive lights of him and I didn't really follow him beforehand. Mm. Um, are you going to do a bit more travelling? Um, I, I had very mixed feelings about travelling. I went travelling when I was 29, um, which is quite late, I think, to go. And I thought it was it was wonderful, like the landscapes, the scenery out there was like mind blowing. Obviously, it was amazing, but I don't think it had the same effect as it might do if I went when I was like twenty one. Like okay. I was already well aware of the fact that there's all this poverty and stuff like that, and you know the the development issues happening in other countries, and you know, I, so I didn't I didn't really feel like my mind was blown in that sense. And I went on my own. Um, I didn't speak the language, which wow. is actually incredibly arrogant thing to do but here we are um I did try obviously and learn it but you know saying I like to run is not the same as actually no, having good. a conversation and I don't even like to run anyway I hardly exercise <laughs> at all so yeah wasn't that a scary thing just yeah, uh, traveling by yourself yeah of course age? I mean of course it was terrifying to just go oh, I don't know man I just did it <laughs> No, I no just did it. I think, it, it just well, no, no, I did. I thought about it a lot. Like, right. I mean, I, th I, I think a lot of the decisions I make see might seem random to some people, but like, I've been germinating on them for for months, years, sometimes. So, I think I just tried to think about a lot of the things that I was worried about and and put things in place and and acknowledge the fact that it was scary. Like, I don't think I don't think it's bad to be scared of things. No. Really, like some things will be terrifying but the payoff is huge like I, I turned 30 on Machu Picchu like do you know what I mean what, yeah, what are you going to say to that so yeah. so yeah it was terrifying but it's something I'd always thought about doing and I just thought if I don't do it now I'm never going to do it and I was not happy in my job and yeah. things were just sort of you know pootling along so I just thought fuck it may as well I had no ties you know I didn't have a partner I don't have kids yeah. so I was like look it's now or never really and I think so I got on that plane, yeah. Yeah, I mean, quite, <laughs> no regrets at all. I mean, nah, nah, none. Kind of none. Something, 
yeah I, I you know it was it was good to take the step back and and experience some things and and really just sort of like I spent a lot of time on my own actually which doesn't sound that unusual given that I went traveling on my own but like I think a lot of people go out there to like meet people and mm. and I, I kind of didn't like I know that sounds a bit odd because you know I, I consider myself to be quite a sociable person but yeah. I just needed to step out for a bit and be like right what am I actually trying to achieve yeah I mean so, that, that really helped did it just being yeah yeah, yeah 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 well it's totally new perspective isn't it you can't get that perspective like you know that phrase about seeing the wood for the trees yeah yeah like you know I was just on my out there in the desert on my ones you know like quite <laughs> wow. literally sometimes so like yeah it was it was pretty special but I don't know if I'd travel like that again because it's such an interruption to your life. Do you know what I mean? You, you have to quit your job. You have to like move out of your place. Put, put, put you know, someone's place. got to look after yeah. my cat. And, yeah. You know, I don't have kids, but you know, you've got to look after profit. And you know, so I don't know if I'd do it like that. But if I had the chance to go somewhere new for like a month and work signed off on it, then yeah, all day. No, I don't know I'd... if I'd do it for six, seven again. It was a bit much. No. I kind of getting quite like anxious by the end of it because I was just so like. There was just so much new all the time for seven months. I think after a while, like... You needed some stability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which I never thought I would say, Yeah. to be honest. I'm quite like, <laughs> you know, easy going, free spirit type. But I was like, I need an alarm, man. Like, I need, I need some structure. No, I hear you, 100%. Which um, was another lesson to learn, actually, so... So once, I suppose, that ties into, obviously, that would be my dream to go travelling. Yeah. Um, but I've got things in place that kind of stop that. Um, do you have what are your dreams now? Then I mean, you, you know, what what do you want to achieve? Within well, well, apart from not, being a superstar DJ now, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not only I only want to be a little bench of DJ anyway. I'm not really interested in playing out to people. But um, my ultimate dream. Sorry, just stirring the mic. No, sorry, no, that's right. <laughs> um, My ultimate dream is to build a house, build and design my own house. I really want to do that. Huge. Oh yeah. But I do, wouldn't actually build a huge house. No, no, um, I'm saying it's a like, huge dream. Yeah, yeah, kind of. it's it, yeah, it's it, it's. But like, I just, I think for me, I as as this whole stoicism vibe has gone on, I I really want to find a way to live truer to my principles. And I think if you had a home that you designed from the bottom up, yeah, with all these measures in place like you know it'd be very well insulated you would get its heating from an alternative sort like just stuff like that you know like water recycling heat recycling there's loads of things you can do depending on how big the space is and yeah. i just think that would that would mean a lot to me I'll tick, tick one of your yeah, boxes, yeah several boxes and also i just i quite like I'm quite obsessed with things like grand designs as well. No, no, <laughs> I think... So, I just want to meet Kevin McLeod, if I'm honest. Wow, you, need, you need the money behind that, don't you? Yeah, no, well, maybe I could just impress him with, my, I don't know, something else. <laughs> but yeah, I just sort of want him to cuss me out and then give me a pat on the back at the end, you know? Like, yeah. that's a dream. Good old oh. Kev. Um, so yeah, building a house really is my, my life my life ambition, Which I would doable, say. Which yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> No trifling measures around here. Oh yeah, and like obviously take over the world. <laughs> Just like the the name of the episode. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> While we drive back in. Yeah. I'd just like to say thank you. And do you have anything you want to plug? Any sort of things that you want to recommend to listeners to look out for? Oh, well, well, I'm, I'm sat on a little website, but I haven't really done anything it. with it yet. Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty good for starting things, but not finishing them off. So if I ever do launch it, you'll have to have me back on so I can babble on about it then and what's the website name sorry 
Um, so it's called Maya. I have a problem pronouncing ours sometimes, so um, a lot of my friends call me Was. Right. So I, I've named the website Ways Not Was Not. Okay. And well, hopefully I will be starting some sort of business that makes products out of waste okay. of various forms. I'll get that one day. On there for you. Do you have any questions for me as well? What's your dream, Brian? What's uh, my... Other than continue the podcast. Um, and where would you travel? Right, my dream is pretty much the podcast. I feel like I'm kind of connecting with people or getting yeah. my voice out there. I that think it's I such a sick idea, man. Get the opportunity to. I mean, some people, you know, write blogs and some people play football, and I nah. think I enjoy conversation, and this is a great way mm. for me to kind of channel the conversations I have and I can learn things and I yeah. hope somebody can hear what we're saying today and actually get inspiration from Yeah, it. that would be so cool. And kind of change their lives. I mean, I'm just all about giving back um, yeah. and this is the best way I know how to do it. And what was the other question, sorry? Uh, where would you travel? That's a very where... noble answer, by the way. Anyway, yeah, where, <laughs> where would you travel? Where would I travel? Wow, that's a huge one. I'm yeah, thinking I need to go back to Africa. Oh, yeah? Properly, and really see the continent for what it is. I mean, I feel like I'm missing out. And I, keep I think there's a lot a lot of mistruths about Africa. Of I course. think it's a lot more diverse and vibrant than you'd think. And I there's know. a lot more development out there that people don't really know about. I mean, I, I keep... Well, I'm listening to a podcast, uh, Reggie Yates, and he, he goes to Ghana for New mm. Year's Eve. And there's all these, you know, Instagram posts of what Ghana looks like. And a lot of African-Americans are going there. I think he mentioned that Ludacris has been there this mm. New Year's Eve. See, so, Acorn's just bought its own city. Wow. It's going to run on Acorn. He's got his own cryptocurrency thing going. Wow. He's amazing, though. He did. He got, like, solar power for, like, I don't know how many people. Like Some ridiculous number, like 100,000 people. He just What a way to got, give back yeah. to the country, isn't it, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. Life goals, here we are. Thank you, Roz, for joining the podcast. I'm sure we'll have you at another time. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back when my website's up and running. Give me like three to five years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.